This is the ADHD Coach Podcast, presented by me, Astrid, and my ADHD brain. A place I'd like to invite you to where we'll be learning all about our brain through my knowledge as an ADHD coach, life experiences, and hopefully some humor. And I can't wait to get to know each other, so please stay tuned. Hi everyone and welcome back to the ADHD Coach podcast by My Brain and I. It took a while to launch the first episode due to Apple Podcasts being, well, let's say less than cooperative. And let's start this journey of exploration together. I'm right here by your side to help you on this path. And in this episode, I'm sharing some key facts about ADHD a snippet of executive functioning and this major learning I went through a few years ago, which I will share later on in this episode. But first of all, some key facts. In the past, ADHD was split into two, ADD and ADHD. Now, DSM-5 criteria actually changed this to three subtypes. So you will have ADHD primarily inattentive, primarily hyper, or the combined version. So to the people that have been diagnosed more recently, it will be one of these three. So four and a half percent are estimated to have ADHD. It is more commonly diagnosed with men as they are three times, sometimes even four times more likely to get a diagnosis than a female. And women are also far more likely to suffer from more self-esteem issues than men. And it was also believed to be just a childhood condition, which has thankfully now been corrected to also realizing that adults really struggle with it. And with adults, we notice that it can not only impact us at school, but also in some key life areas, such as work performance, relationships, friendships, and basic life admin being really hard. And being clear that a diagnosis is very serious. It's a very serious assessment by a clinician and can oftentimes take a long time. Definitely here in the UK, the waiting lists are enormous. Even after years of a diagnosis, people tend to realize that it is impacting them more than they initially thought. We might suspect we have it, and yet when it gets confirmed, there's a sense of, well, what now? How do I organize myself better? How does my time management get better? How can I actually work on this? And I am so glad you're listening because I understand every single moment. I've been there, my clients have or are, and it isn't easy. Whether you've got confirmed ADHD or you're in the process or you're even supporting a partner or a child with ADHD, I know you're wanting to put all the work into finding the strategies that work and know that these routines and tools are going to help more on a long-term basis. And here I will say that I believe in really putting a lot of emphasis on 
understanding how your brain is different, where challenges might occur more than your typicals and how we really can build, find and implement routines and strategies that last for you and that are personal to you. It's also the feedback I get a lot from clients that now they understand their brain, they're able to accept and embrace to work with it and that it makes them unique. I actually just worked with a client on a complete life-changing journey of self-awareness, but the time management piece was really the very urgent topic she brought to the coaching space. But just after a few weeks, we worked through so much more than, than that was holding this client back. You know, now this time management isn't even a true worry anymore. There's a calm within the client that just came through exploration, self-acceptance and definitely changing that critical, that self-critical towards a more self-rewarding and self-understanding self. So obviously understanding our brain is key. Well, let's have a little chat about executive functioning. Studies have shown that ADHD is associated with function and structure of that prefrontal cortex, PFC circuits, that is not as strong as with neurotypicals. And mostly this is placed in the right hemisphere. And executive functions are mediated primarily by that prefrontal cortex. So some of the skills that executive functioning enhances to self-regulate that happens in that prefrontal cortex are executive functionings that Barclay shared. And I'll share a few. Um, Firstly, self-awareness. Knowing you, knowing your brain, knowing what you need. Inhibition, holding back at the right times. Emotional regulation, feelings and emotions. It's kind of the biggest topic with the people I work with and There are so many incredible ways to work on this. Another example are the motivation, the planning which our executive functioning does based on time. And this might sound crazy, but I used to not be able to keep my room tidy or even make up my bed. Now I've realized how I can remind myself knowing the importance in relation to my needs and how repetition as a routine has made it a key routine in my day. Let me tell you a thing here. You do not need fixing with ADHD. You need education, empowerment, tools, personalized routines and strategies that work for you and positive stimulation to make these enhancements work for you and whatever success may mean or look like to you if that means you know having a tidy house or if it's wanting to climb up the corporate ladder then that is success to you I'm still recognizing new strategies I need to implement or add to my routines every single day definitely now with running my own business and That is why I need to cover the most important learning I did over the last few years, and that is growth mindset. So what is it? 
Let me give you some examples of what a fixed mindset says and how a growth mindset changes that chat. So let's put them side by side. First example, a fixed mindset will avoid the harder tasks, the ones that feel uncomfortable, new. Mm, I don't really want to do this. I really can't do this. I'm sure you can think of one. And that growth mindset will embrace the learning of potential mistakes and seeing it as a bump in the road to overcome and to grow from, but to ultimately learn from. Another example is I can change versus I'm willing to change and I believe in trying. The fixed mindset may even say, give up. This is, this is just too hard. Well, the growth mindset might say, your brain needs persistence. You might make a mistake, but you won't ever learn or be good at it if you don't try it. And like Albert Einstein said, who suspectedly had ADHD, fun fact, failure is success in progress. So let me just repeat it. Failure is success in progress. And I want to stop here and ask you, what is the one thought you always say to yourself that is fixed? And how can you change it into a growth thinking thought? Do it and send your response to me. This is where I really believe you learn how things can actually change and how we can work with our neuroplasticity, which is something I will be covering in the next episode. So hold on tight, but remember this, you're whole, ready, you're a strong, talented person. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, please leave a review. And if working together on your goals and desires is something you'd like to explore, feel free to reach out and we can have, you know, a free introduction chat about what coaching could do for you, but most importantly, what you would like to achieve. So I hope you all have a lovely day and I'll speak to you soon.